0: Welcome once again to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. I'm Darren Long, your host, and with me today, not one, but two gentlemen from Guildhall. First, Jerry Karai works in our offices, and if you've listened to our show, you've probably from time to time heard his voice, and he has uh, certainly been an instrumental part in our office in helping us. Build this wonderful company and is an expert in the area of silver and gold also. And as usual, my sidekick and cohort and good friend, Jeremy Wiseman, the Vice President of Guildhall Wealth Management. And uh, we have a jam-packed show this week. Gentlemen, we have a lot to talk about. We are going to be a couple of different topics, but we have a couple of themes this week to discuss. One, more flashes across the bow of the boat, warning shots, if you will, about economies around the world and sometimes we're the last to find out about these things so we're going to talk about what's happening uh, overseas and what's developing in the other parts of the world that pertain to gold and silver I have lots to talk about regarding the argyle pink diamonds but I want to be very clear and concise today with a small little section on why I think this could be the next greatest investment that a person could make in pink argyle diamonds as well as a great pink diamond that's available we're going to be talking about the most recent World Gold Council update, which is going to be shared with our listeners. We have a lot to say on that. And uh, as we go through the show, more reasons why we think the price of silver and gold are likely to move higher as well as expert opinion and feedback about that and much, much more. So we will get started. The number to call one silver The website is guildhallwealth.com and uh gentlemen both of you welcome to this week's show jerry getting started i know you wanted to throw a little bit of uh, additional spice into the show this week and have your say on uh, an exciting market one we don't talk about very often but that is the palladium market it's now just this week as we're taping the show on thursday in fact this morning reached another all-time high. It's bordering on 1,400 US in the spot market, and it's very exciting to see, but we haven't necessarily been participating that heavily in this market. What are your thoughts on this market, Jerry, going forward? What are you reading? What are people talking about regarding what uh, Palladium might be doing this year? Thanks for the intro, Darren. It's great to be back on the
1: show, everyone. Um, And it is a joy to actually manage and crafting precious metals and hard asset portfolios for everyone. And we do offer palladium. And palladium right now is, uh, for many people who don't know, it's mainly used in emissions-reducing catalysts for vehicles, so a lot of automotive and industrial attributes. It's actually up over 60% since making a a bottom in mid-August. So it's had a great run. And right now, as you mentioned, it's, um, it's approaching 1,400. It's the first time in 16 years that Palladium Futures are settling at a premium to gold futures. So it's definitely becoming um, a metal to keep an eye on. It's done very well for the clients who got involved. Again, we do offer Palladium 1-ounce bars, so check that out on the
0: e-store. And uh, primarily, it's because of supply issues. Okay, well listen, palladium is something that came onto our radar a number of years back, around 2008, in fact, we discussed it when it was just below 200 an ounce. And a lot of clients back then actually did participate and take advantage of that low pricing, added it to their holdings, they bought palladium, in other words, and they did well. Many of them exited the market having made a return on their uh, purchase and their investments, and quite frankly, I think one of the reasons we would all agree that we haven't been so gung-ho on participating in this market is because that exact point that you mentioned, which is supply. This metal, in particular, comes out of two regions in the world, one is Russia, the other is South Africa, both somewhat unstable countries in themselves, and we have been reluctant to to have a lot of that product available because as our suppliers have reminded us time and time again, it's a thinner market so that... There is less volume required to move the price up and down. And of course, we just don't want to be uh, too involved in markets that can fluctuate super super heavy for a client. But we do offer those products. It is important to remember you can add palladium if you'd like to make a purchase. It is not available for registered accounts, however. But if you're looking to go to our e-store online at guildhallwealth.com and pick up some palladium, it is an interesting metal. And going forward, it could be multiple times higher than it is right now. Jeremy?
2: Yeah, I wanted to know, Jerry. What does palladium? Is it saying something about the overall precious metal market right now? The fact that that's moving sort of ahead. For example, I see in um, a lot of different currencies, gold is making, getting close to all time highs, or it's had breakout moments. Same with, same with silver at the end of two thousand eighteen. But what does this drive in palladium say about the precious metals market right now? Definitely,
1: I agree with. uh, I'm of the opinion with Bloomberg who reported today that commodities as a whole are catching a bit Uh, and i believe that palladium right now due to supply and demand is one of the quote-unquote canaries in the coal mine this is one area to keep an eye on because we're seeing oil start moving and we're seeing palladium start moving so the the whole hard asset or commodity space is starting to erupt it's starting to rumble and erupt and we're seeing this now in palladium and gold as a result, is coiling. We're waiting on other geopolitical issues, uh, Brexit. You name it. Uh, we're going to probably touch upon that going forward for the outlook in 2019.
0: Well, we'll talk about fundamentals, and we'll stretch that into gold as well. The number to call: one eight seven seven eight silver, or the website Guildhallwealth.com. And I'll remind our listeners to be as transparent as possible. I would say this: that any price that has occurred in the past is never necessarily reflective of what will happen in the future. When investing or buying or owning, however you wanna approach this, any type of precious metal or other assets, always, always, always do your due diligence. Take it to the experts that you trust. We are not your financial planners or advisors. But that being said, Jeremy, in addition to Palladium this week, we got this wonderful report, which we get all the time, but this one in particular, an interesting one because it's the World Gold Council's outlook on 2019. And there are some very interesting points that were made in this article.
2: Yeah, listen, we talk about a lot of the stuff that's in this report, so it's great to see a report that just kind of distills it all down and puts it into a point-form point manner. Uh, essentially, you know, they, they looked at the fact that, 2018 had its ups and downs, <clears throat> but looking at um, the potential growth and heightened risk in 2019, they were looking at two main factors. One was increased market uncertainty, and the expansion of protectionist policy, economic policies will uh, be will make gold an increasingly attractive hedge, and also looking at interest rates and the U.S. dollar strength and how that could be a headwind or will it be a headwind for for gold in 2019. So um, what they're seeing is that um, essentially in the equities markets, they're seeing that the valuations, even with the drawback in 2018, towards the end of the year there, that they still remain very elevated and in and, and expensive from a valuation standpoint so that could create increased volatility they're also actually saying that um that europeans have been preparing a lot a lot more for a lot longer period than north americans looking at their markets and their political instability um, but they do see that one thing in particular that the idea of protectionist policies. That that's extremely inflationary, because you're putting tariffs on, which is a tax on your own citizens, um, and that this can be incredibly inflationary. And that essentially, when you bring everything together, it it, it looks like a, a global recession is is on the, is on the horizon. You know, they you talked earlier in the show, Darren, about uh, Europe and the issues. That they're that they're facing, and you know you can see it. There's the Brexit issue, Jerry, as you talked about. Uh, France is grappling with social unrest. Spain is fending off uh, secessionism and fragile political alliance. And Italy's populist government continues to highlight the inherent instability of the monetary union. So that that that's all leading to some issues going forward. Now let's talk about one of the what could be a headwind from this outlook. For gold, and it's principally the U.S. dollar. So what they're looking at from this outlook is that A, the U.S. dollar is already up 10% on the index across against a, a basket of currencies. Uh, this happened in 2016, and that precipitated a fall. So they're saying, looks like the dollar's already gone up significantly, and it could be going down from here. And when you couple that with When the fed was talking up interest rates that was very negative for gold because it's very positive for the u.s dollar but now that they've taken a neutral stance it could be usd negative that also the economy was great because the trump administration was able to put in some policies that made the economy look better but with a divided congress that that type of policy is not going to get through anymore so that's negative for the economy and then of course um people know that the Trump administration hates a strong dollar. So um, add to that the final piece of this puzzle when we're looking at the global economic situation is that central banks are diversifying away from the U.S. dollar as well. So that trend continues, interest rates go neutral, or the Fed goes neutral on interest rates. All of these could have a negative impact on the dollar, and that's really what the headwind is for gold. So if if the Fed remains neutral, Central banks continue to buy gold. Um, this is going to have a negative impact on the US dollar, which is going to be proof positive for gold as a
0: hedge. 18778Silver or GuildhallWealth.com. That's the website. 18778Silver or GuildhallWealth.com. When we come back in the second segment, we're going to talk about some additional reasons. You have an article from Money Morning News Team called three reasons silver prices will soar in 2019 one of them we've already discussed in today's show in addition to that if you want to get into this market now's the time to do it there's still value to be had in both gold and silver you want to go to our website you can start at the e-store make a purchase have it sent home maybe you want to talk about storing we'll touch on the depository reasons why we love the idea of storing gold and silver and why we do it ourselves and if you'd like to discuss putting metal into a registered account we can help you with that as well we can facilitate that for you we work with a partner in quest trade which can allow you to hold physical tangible hold in your hands real gold and silver in your rsps in your tfsas any type of registered account we can help you with that we'll talk more about it and in fact for every 5000 that you're putting into those accounts you're getting a free gram of gold in addition to that we have a lot more on the marketplace and where it's heading in 2019. And uh, we are excited to get to that second segment. So hold on, uh, we'll be right back. You are listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back once again to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. We're glad you stayed tuned. And as we were talking in the first segment, gentlemen, there is a lot of evidence to suggest both gold and silver the best is yet to come, that what lies ahead could potentially be a perfect storm for precious metals. Many analysts have called it that. And as you were seeing in discussing the World Gold Council's report on gold for 2019, mm-hmm. one of those catalysts could be rising inflation. Mm-hmm. I also brought here with us a, an article entitled Three Reasons Silver Prices Will Soar in 2019. This was done by Monday Morning News team And this is a website that I go to frequently that doesn't necessarily discuss precious metals that often. This is more about the markets in general. Now, this little article popped up on the 10th of January this past week, and they had three reasons. Reason two of which was rising inflation. The article talks about inflation, and it says the following. Inflation is rising, and that's a bullish sign for silver prices. The United States Bureau of Labor stats' annual inflation rate metric rose 2.5% two times in 2016 and continues to trend higher. That's because the purchasing power of the U.S. dollar drops as the cost of goods become more expensive. The U.S. Consumer Price Index used to measure the buying power of the dollar over time has risen consistently for the last 10 years, jumping as much as 2.5% in 2018. Now, why does this come as a surprise to anyone, well, we've talked about it at, sometimes ad at nausea uh, about this idea that inflation is going to set in, and when it does, it's going to have an adverse effect on purchasing power. That's already happening. I think we can make the argument that that's been ongoing. But
2: You could see that ongoing in the sense that the middle class in North America is being hollowed out, and it, that's what's leading to the to the, um social unrest in Europe as well, right? It's the emerging economies that are getting the middle class. Right. But our middle class is disappearing. How is it disappearing? Is it, that's inflation.
0: Right. Purchasing power is decreasing overall. We're able to uh, make our buck go less further than it did 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago. And this is a silent killer of wealth, as you have referred to it many a times, Jeremy. And this has set the stage at a time specifically when... Gold and silver happen not be at the peak or near the peak of a climactic moment, but near a low. Uh, both metals having hit their most recent lows in 2015, gold at 1050 silver at 1380 Silver revisiting that range just this past year and bouncing off on what looks like this, the onset of a new bull market for both gold and silver, which is exciting. Now, this article also points out two more reasons why silver will soar in 2019. The first one is the uh, high gold to silver ratio. And we've talked about right. that a lot this show, yeah. which is what makes this, this article very interesting. And they say about this, that investors have relied on the gold to silver ratio to determine the market price of silver for centuries. It's simply the price of gold divided by the price of silver and helps traders keep track of the price relationship between the two metals. Currently, the gold to silver ratio as of January 10th is approximately 85 to one. This is the highest ratio in over two decades and that's bad news for silver because a high ratio indicates less market value and of course if you look at the price it's low not high so what does this tell us well it's coming at a time when we talk about this perfect storm happening and this article goes on to say the last three times the ratio rose above 80 were 2003 2008 and 2016 and in each of these three instances the ratio quickly slid following the peak as the price of silver rose rapidly. Now, do we have a crystal ball in front of us? We certainly do not, gentlemen, but we have the ability to put all of the pieces of this puzzle together. In talking about this, it should come as no surprise to both of you that this could be one of those moments where we look back and we have a giggle. We bought silver at $15 and change. Can you believe that?
2: Yeah, there's also a couple other pieces that we're seeing, one being the mergers of massive mining companies. And you know, it's funny because they're so sl- they're so behind the physical market. They're so slow. You know, they're saying they've they've joined so that they can minimize the cost of gold at like $1200 an ounce. In other words, that's a cost to mine it right now so it doesn't get better it doesn't get better in terms of a price for gold and all they can do at this point is work on margins can they squeeze more margins out of it and it's going to take a long you know gold's going to have to rise significantly for these companies to end up making more profit all of those other mining companies you know they they need the price to go up significantly before they start really ramping up production so we can look at the mining industry as a way and see that okay they're behind they're always behind us we're in the physical market. And then when it comes to the physical market, holy smokes, you know, delivery delays, lack of supply. 16 days for 100 ounce bars. Every week, it's a major concern for us that if a large order comes through the door, it's really tough to get filled. And we're not using just one supplier, we're using several different suppliers, and everyone is saying the same thing. We don't have any. You're going to have to wait.
0: Yet this doesn't get shared with the public most often because they will relate to us that this is not an issue of supply in the macro sense. This is an issue of rationing at the uh, supplier end, which is not true because we know for a fact that in the last year we've had one, at least one, if not more, but one for sure, major disruption in the amount of supply coming to market that is right now trying frantically to be filled by The mint in North America, our Royal Canadian Mint here in Canada, is doing everything they can to fill the gap that was left by the fall of Republic Precious Metals.
2: But if the price is low and people can acquire that much more product at the lower price, that's what's creating the supply crunch. Mm -hmm. Because all of a sudden... You know, Jerry can buy 5,000 ounces that he really should have only been able to buy two because it's so undervalued. So the price has to go much, much higher to get that balance back in the market. So, you know, we've seen that, Darren. In 2008, price of silver went down to, I think, $8.50 or something. And, you know, the wholesaler said, well, if you want it, it's still going to cost you 12 plus.
0: That's right, and that that discrepancy can happen from time to time in very tight markets. But uh, that is shedding light on a problem that the public knows very little about. The other problem is that in finding value, you often have to look into that future. And of course, because we don't have that crystal ball, what we can say is that the historical perspective of where silver and gold have been are very key indications of where they're going to go. And when we talk about that gold to silver ratio, to summarize this. Uh, when we saw that last uh, 85 to one ratio, in 2003, silver prices advanced more than 60% in the following nine months. In 'oh eight, they surged 128% higher. And in 2016, they surged 30% higher in the following four months. So this is a very exciting time. It's happened. Here's that ratio. It's now coming Gone. Gold is about to break 1300. Very exciting if I was thinking of buying.
2: And this isn't about figuring a prediction, Darren. This is about preparation. Markets are overvalued. What market isn't overvalued? We're giving you a sense of the the fundamental structure of this market and just how undervalued it is. And it is a lit fuse waiting to explode. And we saw it explode in 2016. And you know somehow the market got the lid put on it, but... It's inevitable when you see central banks buying it like crazy to diversify out of out of the U.S. dollar, and you see these fundamentals like you just mentioned the the ratio. You got to think, okay, wait a minute, I got to find some value here. This is this market is showing it to me.
1: I love to echo that sentiment, Jeremy. I, I totally agree with you in terms of preparedness. Uh, to be prepared, there are countless risks in the market uncertainties and yes what is our hedge and we know precious metals are that hedge against specifically inflation as you mentioned earlier darren but the excitement that you talk about is so true look at the look at the ratio of 85 to 1 this is at nosebleeds ladies and gentlemen and to be able to be prepared is one thing but then i love to cite the word position because if you're positioning yourself to ride the rocket with silver. Yes, we want to prepare and protect our wealth, but at the same time, we want to enjoy what is ahead for silver.
0: -SILVER. 1-8778-Silver, guildhallwealth.com. Get the free investor kit that will outline some of the various ways you can own gold and silver through Guildhall. It is tangible, it is holding your hands, and we want you to realize that the more people that Take advantage of this and actually own the physical versus the paper, the more likely it is we will see those prices rise.
2: True. And, you know, going back to this outlook from the World Gold Council, they make the point that the 10 year treasury yield is 1.5% below its 2008 pre Lehman crisis level, providing investors less cushion in case of further volatility. What does that mean? It means that when there's volatility, people go to cash they go to bonds. They're not offering the protection that they used to, which is why people have to start thinking of other ways to protect their wealth. And gold could definitely be considered one of those ways to protect wealth.
0: All right. Zero Hedge releases an article this week, and it's called Global Economy Flashes Red as China Shipping Rates Collapse. Now, if you're a listener to the show, you may have on occasion heard us discuss the Baltic Dry Index. What it's, is this? It's, it's, a, your, it's your baby. Is it, what is. it is. It's you're a, it's a measurement that. which tells us the amount or flow of shipments of raw goods, of commodities that are going back and forth across the sea, primarily from China over to North America and other Western countries. But it is giving us some sense of the amount of shipping traffic that's moving through and back those seas it's a very important indication because it gives us and has been accurate in predicting recession when we come back we're going to talk about that and more on this article i want to remind people if you would like to own gold and silver go over to the website guildhallwealth.com while you're there There is an e-store, you can go there, you can register online and shop from the convenience of wherever you are located, provided you have a mobile device or a home computer. We'll ship it right to your doorstep, and if it's over a thousand in purchase, then it's free shipping. The other alternative is, just give us a call 18778 silver and we'll guide you through a purchase we'll talk about the different types of product that we have available and we'll talk about all kinds of things related to buying that you get in terms of the professionalism and expertise of Guild Hall what are premiums why are they charged what's the difference between a bar and a coin is there any difference 18778 silver is that number to call and we'll also teach you how to hold precious metals in your registered accounts. It's a great way, especially with the RSP deadline coming up, you are going to see it quickly approach and pass. Be great to be able to get that RSP filled and get some gold and silver into that particular uh, investment. We'll have that and much, much more when we come back in the third segment. Please stay tuned and we appreciate you for doing so. You are listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. All right. Welcome back once again to The Real Money Show, third segment here, gentlemen. 1 Silver. Guildhallwealth.com is the website, and we're happy to help. We're here to help. We are experts in the areas of physical, tangible, hold in your hand, real gold and silver. We can help you with logistics, storage, depository accounts. If you'd like to store your gold and silver and be able to view it, put it on a nice crate, you know, stack the gold and silver all in one place and have it brought out to you and that's the kind of thing we can do at our depository.
2: Yeah, you have to understand the difference between a safety deposit box and utilizing a vault storage facility. A safety deposit box gives you the security, which is fantastic. Um, What what it's not providing is the insurance on the product and, most importantly, the liquidity of the product. What does that mean? It means that gold and silver are one of the most liquid assets in the world if you have the ability to get to the place where you're going to liquidate. Uh, so if the product's in the, in the safety deposit box, which we're not saying is a bad thing, I think it's great to spread some gold around and have different storage uh, areas for it. But for me, I use the safety deposit box ideas. I hope I never have to touch that gold in the safety deposit box. Now, there are going to be parts of my personal portfolio where I want to be able to sell that quickly. Especially silver, for example, it's, it's a large quantity, it's heavy, you know, a hundred ounce bar weighs about six and a half pounds. Um, everyone, everyone arrives at the school dance at, on their at their own time, but if the fire alarm goes off, everyone's rushing to the exits all at the same time. And we've seen, certainly in this market after large runs, that the market can come down very, very quickly. And you want to be able to pick up the phone and sell that product and capture that profit as quickly as you possibly can, rather than loading up the car with heavy product and bringing it somewhere where, where you can sell it quite easily, but it's all that work leading up to that. So I think the depository is important in, in that sense for investors who do have more than 1,000 ounces of silver, and they do have to consider about the weight, the storage, the insurance, and ultimately the liquidity.
0: One eight seven seven eight silver is the number to call if you'd like to find out more information about how to choose the right depository, how to get your silver and gold into our depository, and why we think it's become a world class facility for the storage of your gold and silver. Now, as we were saying prior to ending the last segment, there is more in the way of warning signs, and of course, we could choose to talk about all the negative. There is some positive. But certainly the negative right now is unfortunately outweighing that positive. One of those things that we look at, and yes, as I said before, it is kind of a baby of mine, are the movements of ships, container ships that have all kinds of products and commodities and raw goods used in the creation and facilitation of product. And this is all about what the economy is capable of doing. And when these indexes rise, it's a good sign that the economy is growing and expanding. When those indexes fall, that generally means bad. So right now uh, on Zero Hedge, they released an article this week called Global Economy Flashes, Red as China shipping rates collapse. And it says, a dramatic and sudden slowdown in the rate at which numerous commodities are being shipped, to China suggests slowing demand for raw materials in the world's second largest economy and signals a wider economic slowdown globally looms. Now, this article does highlight the fact that in the in second half of 2018, this Baltic Dry Index uh, dropped and the largest portion of that drop, almost 20% in total amount of shipments was in mid-December which is a key indication that coming into end of year the total drop over 20 percent most of which in the last quarter so this is a slowing effect if you will and that shouldn't be happening that time of year because they're ramping up and it should have been more movements coming in in the last half of that year should be all these shipments and container loads of goods and products that are being used to facilitate all the purchasing that's happening in a good global economy but that's not occurring in addition to that it points out that chinese iron ore imports shrunk by 3.2 percent the last three months through november and that uh, the VLCC rates, which are basically the crude rates, amount of oil and crude, going into Asia also decline. So if they're using less raw goods and less raw materials, that means they're producing less raw goods, less raw materials. So
2: what does this mean to potential gold investors?
0: Okay, so this means quite simply that it is a pointed message, a warning shot across the bow that if the global economy is slowing based on the fact that the world's second largest economy is making and producing less stuff, that we are more than likely to see recession. Recession has at least in the 14 years I've been at Guildhall has been a very well, it's unfortunate but has been good for gold and silver. And right now with that perfect storm we talked about in the first segment right there, And Palladium and other opportunities, this is one of the key indications that we may in fact be in the midst of the onset of a brand new bull market, big one.
2: Jerry, do you see a lot of your clients preparing for recession and talking about recession and just the
1: idea of getting their portfolios prepared for that? For sure. Uh, Many people who have been in chat, have been in talks with us for years now have are now coming off the fence. Many people who have been eyeing the market, interested in gold and silver, um, are now getting off the fence. Many people who have sold back in 2000, the last peak of silver in 2011, are now buying back or even doubling down. Why? Because the signals are there. And China is a huge indicator, major economy. Uh, And I echo Darren at the same time. Just yesterday, China's central bank injected a record of $83 billion into the country's financial system. Why? Because there is signs, there are cracks in the system, and they want to keep this flowing. But again, when people realize that their wealth, especially the wealth that is in your traditional financial assets, stocks, bonds, and cash, are being directed by Not your normal indicators that we learned in school, your retail sales, your consumer confidence, these things that drive your portfolio or drive real wealth. No, it's being directed by speeches from the Federal Reserve, an entity that is independent, but they have so much clout, so much weight to your wealth. And the mere fact that the Fed made an error And I'm citing an article from DailyFX because as much as we look to the silver and gold um, articles, it's great to follow these. I personally follow foreign exchange um, engineers and foreign exchange advisors. This one comes from DailyFX, and they cited that the Fed made an error last year. Back at the end of 2018, the Federal Reserve Chair uh, Powell stated that the fed they're a long way from neutral on interest rates and that was just at the end of 2018 where are we today we're at we're using a term called patience and this dovish buzzword is driving the uncertainty and volatility clients are coming in uh, people who have been in touch listening to the show are calling regarding this they don't know where to go they're turning to physical hard assets why because it's proven it's tangible they want something disconnected from Fed speeches and things like that, these tail and headwinds. They want something that is liquid and proven. Gold and silver.
0: One eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealth.com is the website. Go there. You can see the product that Jerry's referring to. It's look and see, and then come and hold it, touch it own it, and that's what the opportunity is before you. If you wanna use this as a hedge, if you think there is enough risk out there that it warrants having a safe haven investment like gold and silver, and you've made the decision, done the due diligence to own it, Guildhall is the right place to go if you're looking for physical gold and silver. In addition to that, when we talk about storage, we often forget to remind people this is a product you can come and see and hold. So even if you make a purchase from a distance, you're somewhere else located in Ontario, wherever you're listening to the show around the world, you make a purchase and you say, Darren, I wanna put that into storage. Jeremy, help me do that. Jerry, help me do that. I can still, when I'm in town, make an appointment, go over to the facility, see my product it'll be brought out for me I can hold it I can take pictures of it I can I can decide to remove it if I want to it's mine it's my product I can make decisions to buy or sell I can add product subtract product I can add palladium platinum silver there's lots of options there when it comes to uh, what I want to do with my physical gold and silver yeah with the
2: when it comes to the depository you know our listeners know the motto if you can't hold it you don't own it now of course, Holding it in your hand, storing it at home is certainly a way that you can say, I hold it. Having an allocated physical account at a vault where you have your own sub-account and your own serial numbers listed on the the report shows that your product is completely unencumbered, that no one else can borrow it, lease it, use it, reallocate it, rehypothecate it, nothing. It's your product. It's being stored for you you retain ownership the entire time that means you go to the vault you hold it
0: and that is the only way that owning physical gold and silver should be done there is no other exception to that rule in our opinion and when you are buying physical gold and silver you should know it exists you should know that nobody else shares that product that you don't have to say my one ounces belong to nine or ten or other people and When the RSP season, the deadline's approaching very quickly, when that comes to an end, we'll be rolling over to the next year. This is the time right now to be proactive, to get that done. If you want to put gold and silver into your RSP, we will throw out as a thank you. One gram of free gold for every 5,000 U.S. You spend up to 10 gram total. And you can do that across all your family. You can have your wife. You can have your husband. If you're listening, you can have the kids in an RESP. There are lots of options for you. But that deadline is quickly approaching. So get that in there. We can help you do that. And remember, don't be waiting for the last minute. It takes a while to get those accounts open because the transfer of money has to happen. It can come from any institution, an existing one, or it can be a new contribution for the calendar year of 2018. one 877 silverguildhallwealthcom And if you are listening, we wanna thank you because we will be right back. We're gonna have a little bit of a break and we have a little story to tell. And I think you'll be very excited we're talking about the perfect storm this week. Well, this is all part of it, gentlemen. one 7 8 silver guildhallwealth.com is the website. You are listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Back again with The Real Money Show, Guildhall Wealth Management. The number to call, one 7 8 silver or guildhallwealth.com. Interesting show today, fellas. I've had Jerry and Jeremy here from our office. It has been a very busy month to date taping the show here on Thursday of this week and very exciting show because this is kind of the components of a perfect storm all coming together. And we've been talking about the various components from the World Gold Council's report on 2019 and their expectations for gold. We've been talking about the warning signs being shot across the bow in world economies. We've talked about the price of silver being just extremely undervalued right now. Jerry, you brought up palladium, something we don't talk enough about, and uh, another story to tell. If you were an investor, you wanted to own something that would be of value long-term, and you were looking for that value, to find that value, you could do the traditional look and you can take a peek at companies' paperwork and all of their reports and things, or you could listen to this story. If I was to tell you that there was a mine in the world, a mine which produces 90% of something, it's 90% of the world's supply of this one particular product, and that that mine in 2006 had a mountainous amount of ore reserves, the dirt to find that product. In fact, they had 116 million tons, so big that you couldn't climb this hill of ore reserves, and that as of this year... In 2019, it is anticipated that their ore reserves will have dropped by 85% down to less than 20 million tons. Not only that, but the product that they make is and continues to rise and has done so almost every single year bar none without exception into double digits since 1984 and on top of that, in the last nine years. 2019 being the ninth, that the value of the good ones that this mine produces have risen as much as 350 plus percent, would I have your attention? Would you be excited to know what it is?
2: Well, it certainly sounds like the mine has ground to a halt, essentially.
0: It is planning to close in 2020, in fact. And this mine is not a gold. It is not a silver mine. It is not a platinum or palladium mine. Or copper. Or copper or copper, or any of the other types of metals that we have obviously come across in our days at Guildhall. This is, in fact, the Argyle Mine in Western Australia, which produces 90% of the world's pink supply of colored diamonds.
2: The, the thing about the colored diamonds as well is it's not... Colored diamonds themselves are rare. You know, at the end of the day, there's... For every 10,000 whites, there's one colored diamond.
0: And this mine does not, as its primary product mine color diamonds, it mines white diamonds.
2: Yeah. So 0.001% of all of their production ends up being some sort of semblance of color diamonds, Mm -hmm. but just having color alone doesn't make the diamond of particular value. You have to get something that is of incredible quality at the same time. So now once you go from 0.001% of the production, and say, yes, but I just want the top quality ones, you got to throw a couple more zeros into the mix to get down to what is, in our mind, a VS quality pink in terms of clarity, a strong color pink, meaning it's at least a fancy, it's not a fancy light, it's not um, a pinkish brown color in terms of a modifier. You want good modifiers like orangey pink, uh, purplish pink, right, those type of modifiers that raise the quality of the pink itself or pure pink. So you need strong color, you need uh, good clarity, and you need good size. Most of those pink diamonds are well under what would be considered investment grade, which is anything over basically 0.22. Once you get to 0.18 or below, that's melee. That's the type of stuff that is used in jewelries to kind of beef up it, that kind of highlight, uh, diamonds. highlight diamonds, that kind of like uh, uh, shiny, crusty. Put a halo of, around
0: a big diamond. Yeah, the that, small it's, it's,
2: it's melee. The, that's, that's not investment. So how do you get to that pristine investment quality diamond, something that nobody else is going to own? I mean, we've had diamonds, Darren, and, and Jerry, you can attest to this. We've had diamonds that literally, even for $25,000, no one else in the world has.
0: Mm-hmm, no one true. else in
2: the world could own what you have when you're looking at some of the diamonds
0: that we've had in particular the pinks and pink diamonds in general color diamonds uh, as a group they are impacted by the same set of fundamentals that impact and create the perfect storm for gold and silver in fact inflation geopolitics these all play a role and sourcing the diamonds supply and demand heavily influence that and also fluctuating currencies there is a unique opportunity when it comes to pink diamonds, though, in particular, because of this closing of this mine. Now, if I knew nothing about pink diamonds, nothing at all, and I just picked up a little bit of information about this through Guildhall, and I went through it, and then I went onto the site and I verified this information, I did my due diligence, and I determined that this is true. Is this not the story of a lifetime? I mean, this is right hand in hand with the idea that we could be staring down the barrel of a price of silver well over $100 an ounce in 60 months. Same thing with pink diamonds. They're not influenced, however, like silver and gold by speculative nature of the financial instruments of the world. No leverage. When it comes to colored diamonds, there are no options, no futures, no leverage as you just said, Jeremy. They're not going to be influenced by those types of things. So it's more often than not simply a matter of rarity. And if that rarity happens to have a jolt in supply like the Argyle mine is going to create in the next maybe 16, 17 months...
2: You mean a jolt in negative in supply? Terms
0: of negative supply, right? Of course. They're gonna be taken off the market. In fact, there's gonna be none there. No more. All of a sudden we went from having ninety percent of all the pink diamonds being Argyle diamonds on a yearly basis to none. Not a not a dwindling of sorts, it's already happened.
2: And we're not seeing we're we don't know what kind of economic effect it's gonna have on pricing for the for the colored diamonds. What we do know is that, you know, if you invested $22,000 in a pink diamond less than 10 years ago that diamond is is close to $50,000 today which is an incredible gain on a relatively and I say relative to the diamond market small investment you know there there are some diamonds right now that you can acquire an argyle pink for for under 25,000 they're not intense like they used to be it's now fancy but in fact at the large level of pinks Fancies actually improved percentage-wise more than the intense, and I think that has to do with just uh, the the sizing that they were able to get larger sizes in fancy. Yeah, so in the commercial market, you know, size matters. So if you can get a larger fancy versus a maybe a slightly smaller intense, you go for the fancy. So we actually at the larger carrot size, we've seen actually increases in in fancies a bit higher, not much, but just slightly higher than intense. Such a good market. I mean, there's two ways to approach the market, too, right? If you're a smaller investor, let's say under 50000 this is a perfect long-term investment. You know, you hold on to it. It's, it's a super hedge. You hope that you never have to sell that. You pass it on through generation to generation, and not just because it's got some sort of emotional value, but because it actually has a, a, a value, a wealth value attached to it. Or, you know, if you're lucky enough and you can be part of the big players out there, you know, you can get involved in diamonds that are a few hundred thousand, you know, quarter million, half a million dollars. These are the type of diamonds that can double every four years. Um, And we've certainly seen that where literally every quarter you're getting a new evaluation on the diamond and it just keeps going up. That's a type of diamond that, you know, investors can lay back and say, if I ever have to sell it, who cares how long it takes? The price just keeps rising. Right. And so we've seen that in the natural fancy colored diamond market, particularly the blues and pinks. Um, But as the Argyle mine closes, you know, who knows what that could push the yellow market up to as well as, you know, we've maintained that the yellow diamond market of high quality has been basically no volatility, which is incredible. And the gains have been there, too.
0: Well, if you're interested in finding out more, call the number one eight seven seven eight silver. Go to the website, guildhallwealth.com and take a peek at the diamond section there. View some of these pink diamonds. Take a look. What we have left under twenty five thousand is going to be all that we have unless there's a huge huge influx and some sort of uh, dramatic change in supply which we don't anticipate happening there will not be additional diamonds under twenty-five thousand being offered that's it that's what we have think of what's coming up if you like the idea of owning one of these and you're an investor who's in the position to do so and you have liquidity maybe valentine's day is a great time to consider buying a pink diamond What goes better, hand in hand, color pink with Valentine's Day. It's the perfect way to celebrate the opportunity that lies before you. Get that and we will throw in, while supplies last, we will throw in a pair of diamond studs. We love doing that. It is something that we get uh, from time to time for special occasions and uh, we will be happy to do that on any pink diamond that you purchase. We'll throw in a pair of diamond studs. Now, gentlemen, a lot talked about in today's show. I think the takeaway here is the value proposition, the perfect storm that is being presented that impacts not only what people's outcomes and their life expectations are, but their family's wealth. And that is of extreme importance to us here at Guild Hall. Jerry, last couple of words, under 30 seconds. What are you talking about in the coming weeks with your potential clients?
1: Going back to, yes, prepare and position. Uh, These are the two key words that I'm using. Prepare. uh, There there is a perfect storm uh, brewing. Not to be worried because there is opportunity. There is opportunity to, yes, protect your generations to come. Generational wealth with physical bullion position for gains. We see, the again, going back to diamonds, 30%, over 350% over the last 10 years. This is through storms. This is consistency. And you're getting that with Guildhall. Hall. You're getting uncompromised bullion and you're getting uncompromised natural fancy color diamonds. Um, come in and have a look. We'll love to help you acquire and own some natural fancy color diamonds and precious metals.
0: All right, there you have it folks, One eight seven seven eight silver or guildhallwealth.com, the website. As always, we thank you for listening, taking the time out of your busy day to hear what we have to say about these markets. We'll be happy to talk with you anytime. We'll look forward to it next show. And as always, the weather is getting cold outside. Please take care of those that are less fortunate than you throw an extra blanket in the car, bring an extra couple dollars worth of change and always take care of those people that don't have as much as you and I. I want to thank you for listening. You have been tuned in to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.